0: slash thrive for 20% off your first order.
1: This is Alex Dolan, the creator of Young's
2: Infinite City. Young's Infinite City is a science fiction mystery and adventure set at the brink of global war and follows the search for the one person who could stop it. Please
1: listen to Young's Infinite City wherever you get your podcasts. Everyone loves TV Dad.
0: On the next TV Dad, presented by Progressive, TV Dad explains becoming a man. Son, it's time we had the talk. Okay, TV Dad. You know, drivers who switch and save with Progressive
3: could save hundreds.
2: Oh, is that why my voice is changing?
0: That's a question for your health teacher. Listen to your TV Dad. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Some folks don't stop till they find the truth. June's Journey is a Roaring Twenties murder mystery hidden object game. Find your first clue by downloading June's Journey today. Available on Android or iOS devices and on PC through Facebook games. Audio.
1: It's about 2 a.m. Just waiting on another body to be delivered. You know, before I moved to Springfield, I was a Baltimore native, born and bred. (laughs) Man, I thought I knew all the crazy shit that went on in the dark underbelly of the city, but I've heard some stories from an old friend of mine, a cab driver named Corin. In fact, he's actually got a podcast called Under the Shroud that's pretty similar to this one. You know, except for talking to the dead, Corin talks to horror creatures in the back of his cab, and instead of solving crimes, well, sometimes he gets mixed up in them. Anyway... I need to get back to the lab. Before I go, check out Under the Shroud on Apple Podcasts or undertheshroud.com. Now, let's get back to solving some cases. (sighs) No active cases today. Thank God. After the other day, I could really use some downtime. I can't stop thinking about that guy from the ER. Anyway, maybe I can finally look over some past case files. Or get settled in and finally set my office up.
2: Maybe, maybe I could have used the fire extinguisher to smash the glass. Oh, hello. Uh, who are you? No, no, it was too thick. If we'd only left earlier and didn't work as late. Hello? You.
1: Guy standing at my desk. What are you doing in here?
2: Uh, oh, uh, hey kid. Are you a ghost, too? Welcome. Me? No. Y- you're a ghost? Yes. Yes, of course. Uh, you must not know yet. Uh, it's not that unusual that I get you know visitors in here. That's kind of why I tuck myself away. That's so I'm not interrupted. But uh, anyway, short version is, you're dead. You're a ghost now. And you died kind of recently. Maybe you don't remember. Uh, I'm a ghost, too. Obviously. And uh, there's other people haunting the hospital here. No, you don't understand. I I know, I know. It's probably overwhelming, but you can just actually walk through that door or the walls, if you like. There's a few others who might be a bit more helpful with this stuff than me. Right that way.
1: Stop. Seriously. I'm not dead. I'm not even a ghost. (sighs) Preposterous. No, it's true. I can just, well, I can see ghosts, but I'm very much alive. Wait,
2: are you sure about that? This isn't some kind of weird existential crisis or Schrodinger's cat kind of situation, is it?
1: (laughs) No, it's not. And yeah, I'm sure. I was really planning on going over some old case files alone today. Hmm. You and me both. Yeah, well, you're the one in my office.
2: Oh, so you're the new pathologist, huh? Kind of young.
1: You only look a few years older than me.
2: Well, yes, obviously, but I've been dead for over 30 years. Jeez. And you're still here? I've been poring over a case of my own. I mean, sort of. I can't necessarily interact with the physical plane, so I haven't looked at the actual file. Uh, But I've thought about it enough, and I remember every detail in my head.
1: Let me guess. You want me to help you or pass on some sort of message to a loved one? Oh, actually, can I lie on your case file so that you can feel better about how you died? How about that?
2: What are you on about? I don't want anything from you. You're the one who came in here, remember? Oh,
1: well, (laughs) that's perfect then. How about we just agree to let each other work in peace and we can share the office for today?
2: That sounds like a plan, man.
1: I can see the generation gap coming out.
2: What did you say, guy?
1: Oh, nothing. Say, do you mind if I take the desk? Since, you know, you'd phase right through it.
2: No, by all means, be my guest. Uh, My file's in a cabinet here somewhere, I don't know. Uh, But I always feel better when I'm near it. Just, you know, helps me think more clearly.
1: Do your thing. Audio Media presents How I Die Let's see. Case number 0477. Wendy Mullen. The report notes that she had water in her lungs, but it doesn't appear to have been water from any known source around here.
2: Ah, man. Now, where was
1: I? The victim was 34 years old. First responders noted that her skin was slightly yellow, obviously jaundice. There's no medical examiner's signature on this chart. I'm not even sure who examined her or declared cause of death.
2: When, when was that case from exactly?
1: What? Uh, 2013.
2: May. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, we didn't have an examiner from, I don't know, 2012 till about 2015. Three years? That's insane. Oh man. I miss it. I was living the good life then. I had the office all to myself.
1: Funny. Without an examiner, I wonder if they even tested how much of the fluid was actual water. Hmm. She's got a lot of hospital visits on her record, mostly for trouble swallowing. They called 911 earlier in the year when she woke up and felt like she was drowning. What in the hell? Multiple organ failure. She was bedridden.
2: Maybe she drowned while drinking a glass of water.
1: Did you say something?
2: Hut, no, no, I was talking about my files. It, what, I can't think to?
1: Wait, that's it? All of those signs... Th- this is obvious. This is clearly some sort of pulmonary edema. No one even seemed to check for it. But if the fluid was classified as water, that means someone forced her to drink, even after she was having some sort of buildup. Wait, seriously? Uh, yeah. Although this is highly unusual. If she had a fatal organ problem, she may have died anyway. But the fact that whoever was taking care of her forced her to drink instead of taking her to the hospital...
2: So what you're saying is that she was murdered? It's more
1: like manslaughter or neglect, but definitely not natural causes. Or even a mystery, really. Why did they mark it as unsolved?
2: (laughs) Wow, kid. Uh, Do another. What? What? what do you mean another case obviously i want to help you i don't even know who you are you can't look at patient files (sighs) okay my name is ray melba i'm an amateur inventor nice to meet you uh well i mean i was before the whole uh
1: you still can't
2: (laughs) oh come on i've been here for 30 years i've heard my share of confidential information and besides who am i going to tell fine
1: but no backseat diagnosing i heard that whole drown while drinking thing
2: yeah and you're welcome it turns out i was right
1: right your awful idea
2: just helped me put the details together (laughs) see doctoring isn't really that hard you can admit that i was helpful let's do another case come on come on
1: i will be looking at another case whatever you do well i can't really stop you seeing as you're ethereal now can i There you go, guy. That's the spirit. Let's see. Man's stomach lining ruptured any blood internally. (sighs)
2: Boring. You can't just say
1: boring to a person's death.
2: (sighs) Oh, buddy. You've got a lot to learn about this town. So I've noticed. Was this place always this weird? No, I don't think so. It was cool in the 80s. The place was really thriving. It was was happening. Uh, We could have been the next big city.
1: Well, what happened?
2: Well, the accident
1: Oh, the accident, how mysterious, thanks
2: <laughs> Jeez, Okay, fine, I worked for a big corporation called Springfield Corp Maybe you've heard of it uh-huh. Clever Okay, I say worked, but that's kind of a loose, uh, loose term that I'm using I was a contractor on a small project, and...
1: Is this pertinent?
2: Yes, uh, relax, I was getting to it, okay? Anyway, there was an explosion... Uh, And power went out to the entire county for a couple of days, actually. Man, I don't really know. There were a bunch of environmentalists protesting the big corporation that used to fund the town. Um, Anyway, I died. And then it seems like things got progressively weirder and weirder after that. I must have been the catalyst. (laughs) Oh, is that so? Listen, man, you should have seen some of the cases down here. I've seen some really crazy stuff. But that's why I started hiding out. I have a
1: 2014 file. Young boy died mysteriously in his bed. Four-year-old Josh
2: Crowley? Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Um, Yeah, the Crowley kid. That was super sad.
1: As in Sheriff Fran Crowley.
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, You must work with her a bunch. Let's figure out how her son died. What the
1: hell? No, we can't. Uh, I can't.
2: Sure you can. He's long gone. You you saw him? Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, I've been down here long enough. Again, 30 years. Uh, You sort of get tired of explaining it to everybody who dies, so I kind of hid in the office for a bit. But, I mean, yeah, I I talked to him back then. It's a real shame.
1: Did he happen to say anything about what happened?
2: (laughs) Oh, probing for information, huh? I thought somebody didn't want to know.
1: I I don't. Let's just look at another file. Interesting. This is from 2014 as well. Case number 1017. Jake Drazer, 25 years old. Jesus Christ. Look at this photo. Wow. His entire body is purple. And bloated. His skin is incredibly stretched out. Ugh. That's disgusting, Doc. There are a ton of photos on this case. What did they determine cause of death to be? Internal hemorrhage? That would be a lot of internal bleeding. Drazer originally presented with minor internal bleeding, causing ecchymosis on the arm.
2: Alright, right, Doc, slow down for a second. I know a lot of big words, but that... Is not one of them.
1: It means bruising caused by blood under the skin. The patient was sent home with a blood clotting agent only to be found in his car a few miles away.
2: Um, car accident maybe?
1: No, look here. The car's fine. It's just parked on the side of the road. And this photo, you can see where they laid him on the medical table.
2: Huh. What am I looking at here?
1: Uh, It's a close-up picture of his torso, I believe.
2: Wait, what? It just looks like a big, fat thing to me. Wow. Look
1: at that. See, when someone dies, their blood can pull in their extremities, causing a purple hue called liver mortis or lividity.
2: Yeah, right. Uh, It's blood. You said that. No, well, yeah, it
1: is blood, but usually we only get a small amount of blood pooling when someone's stuck in a position for a long time. Like if a person dies in bed, you can see bruising on their back.
2: Right. Like a bed sore.
1: Yeah, sort of. Anyway, this victim's body is almost completely purple. Okay. So... So that means blood was under every area of his skin, even though he was sitting up when he died. Gravity should have pulled all the blood into his legs or his feet.
2: Huh. Why is that significant?
1: Because it means that there was so much blood under his skin that it filled up his entire body. Nothing stayed inside his veins. Gross. Cool.
2: Okay, okay. So what does that mean? I have no idea. (sighs) man. It's all that and no conclusion. Wait,
1: where are you going? I need to examine the body.
2: Okay, well, I'm coming with you.
1: This is one of the strangest cases I've ever heard of. Even though this case file is old from a couple of years ago, these are some top-of-the-line cold drawers... I know for a fact that we've kept older cases on file if the body wasn't claimed, so... Let's see. Case number 1017 is... Drawer... 23. Here. What the? What happened? His body isn't here.
3: Whose body? Oh,
2: shit, you scared me.
3: Aren't you jumpy? Ah, an
2: uninvited guest. At least she's attractive, huh, Doc? How long have you been here?
3: Pleasure to finally meet you too. I'm Dr. Amelia Gatz.
2: Please
1: don't sneak up on me.
3: Yeah, calm it down. I was gonna apologize for being a little blunt with you in the ER the other day. But maybe it's not worth my time.
1: Sorry, I didn't mean I'm just kinda distracted by this case right now.
2: And you were talking to me.
3: Something interesting?
1: It's just an unsolved one from a few years ago. A guy named Jake Drazer.
3: Oh, um, what? why did you pick that case?
1: Because I asked him to. It just stuck out to me. The guy presented with subdermal bleeding, and a few hours later he's found with all of his blood outside of his veins. That's crazy.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I actually remember that one. You do? Yeah, I treated him during the first visit. He came in talking crazy. Seems like he was doing some drugs or something
1: talking crazy no one noted any drugs in his system
3: there's a reason we cycle through pathologists so quickly this place can be intense what can i say
1: you're not kidding this is even
2: more deaths than baltimore
3: from what i heard you're doing a pretty damn good job
2: <sighs> man now i remember why i hate being around living people shut up
1: do you know what's going on around here People keep saying Springfield is weird, and I'm starting to believe it, but why?
3: Oh, uh, it's a long story, and I don't really have time right now. Maybe we could talk sometime, and I could fill you in.
1: Oh, no, it's okay. No worries. I won't keep you. (sighs) Doc,
2: I she was flirting with you, you dumbass.
3: Anyways... You have another guest who'd like to speak with you, if you have a minute.
2: Wait, she can see me? You can see him?
3: What? No, he's outside in the hall. He asked to see you.
1: (sighs) Bummer. Oh, uh, yeah. Who is it?
3: I'll go get him. He's been in my hair for days, bugging me with tons of questions. Yeah, I get it. I saved you. I'm awesome. Get over your hero complex, right? He's your problem now. Go
1: on it. Don't touch anything. Dr. Spacer, remember me? Dun dun dun. I hope you enjoyed episode five of How I Died. Thank you so much for listening. My buddy Ray actually played Ray Melba, so it was a lot of fun to go back and forth and kind of workshop that character together. Episode 6 picks up exactly where Episode 5 left off, so if you haven't figured out who the mysterious voice is, we'll introduce them in the beginning of the episode, and you'll see the fallout that happens between he and John. Until then, head to Apple Podcasts and leave a review for How I Died if you're enjoying the show. We'll see you next week in Episode 6. Now, let's get into some credits. How I Died is an audio media original production, co-starring Vince DiGianni as John Spacer and Shana Waring as Sheriff Fran Crowley. This episode featured guest performances by Ray Snoke as Ray Melba, David Dixon as Curtis, and Victoria Cherichetti as Amelia. Audio editing and sound design was done by Vince Dijani with mastering by Alexander Mark. Sound effects and Foley provided by freesound.org or created in-house at Audio Media. The How I Died theme song was created by Mike Lynch at silentmikemusic.com. And special thanks to all of our Patreon supporters. Without you guys, we wouldn't be able to continue making this awesome show and providing the additional content that we have. So we really appreciate not only your listens, but also your support. Thank you to Amanda Friedlander, Amy Smith, Andrew Cratchwell, Austin Faust, Curtis Montalbano, Eric Howell, Jessica E. Guiero, Marcus Smith, Marsha Maggie, Michael Lynch, Nathan Boyce, Paula Small, Ray Snoke, Roe Thorne, and Teresa Waring. Check it out, patreon.com slash Died.